beings of the light wherever and whenever you might be listening to this show across the entire globe. I'm Shishi O'Donnell and I'm coming to you live from Los Angeles, California and today is Monday, December 16th, 2019. I'm a life, love and relationship coach and a divine lifestyle consultant and I also do angel intuitive work and you're now listening to International Angels Network. We're a show that explores angels, healing, metaphysics, and other empowering topics, and we are a live call-in show, so give us a ring at 516-453-9162. That is 1-516-453-9162. You can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You'll see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website while we're live. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad. And um, if you want to get a free mini reading, and then we will see the, you and you'll be pushed through to, uh, depending on the order that you press one in. So, <clears throat> yay, it's Christmas season. It's the crazy, fun time of the year. Um, last week, we talked about the 12-12 full moon, and it turned out that my 1212 was such a beautiful experience and so I felt like I was living in my future higher self. It was so magical. So <clears throat> there was a fundraiser for homeless people in downtown LA. The woman who organized it, her name is Dream Rockwell and it was called Return to Innocence. So Dream Rockwell founded a surf circus that's like a people circus, kind of like Cirque du Soleil with performance artists called Lucent Dossier, and she started it and did all these events, and she's been doing it for years and years and years, since, I guess, 20 years, and um, she recently is, is doing shows produced by herself, just as Dream Rockwell, and this is one of those fundraisers, and she's a really inspiring woman, so um, the costumes are over the top, the artistry, they had my favorite singer in the world. His name is Elijah Ray. You can Google him. He's a beautiful singer that sings just like an angel. <clears throat> he was there doing the music. And Dream had these platform shoes. She looked like something extraterrestrial out of the future with these big shoulder pads that were raised and all these fluffy ribbons coming out of the bottom of her skirt. And she came out there and talked about how how much people feel they need to put on a pretense and put on a happy face and how there's nothing wrong with being you, just being who you are. 
and she talked about how sin, the Aramaic word, the original, um, the original translation of sin is to miss the mark. And she said we need to leave room for ourselves to miss the mark. It wasn't intended to be so extreme where you're starting to, you know, you're walking around feeling guilty all the time, and that's so disempowering. But know that we are human, we're making mistakes, but we're perfectly imperfect and we're beautiful. And to return to our innocence, that was kind of the theme of the show. So she has all these incredibly talented um, dancers. Um, I think they call it Ariel and um, just in these big hula hoops swirling around doing this just, I can't even describe it, just incredible, incredible show. And I was doing readings in the back room um, for the people. It was $111 a ticket, so it was a pricey event, a charity, and so the readings were included, and you had to go through a mirror through the looking glass, so you had to actually open a mirror to come into the room where I was doing the readings. And guess who I got to do a reading for? One of my favorite actors of all time. His name's Gerard Butler. He was in 300, those abs. Oh, my God, when I saw that movie. And then <clears throat> P.S. I Love You, which is a movie uh, where uh, a girl goes to Ireland and falls in love with Gerard Butler's character. And that was what you know sparked my interest in returning back to Ireland, where my dad is from. I'd been there about five times or six times before that, but... I wanted to go back again as an adult after I saw that movie, and I took a, a month's trip there because my dad still has a house there because of Gerard Butler, really. I didn't tell my relatives that because that was kind of embarrassing. But it was really the truth. So when he came before me, and, and we had a beautiful, really empowered reading, like 45-minute reading with him, and he was really touched. And it was so – I felt like I was living my higher self life, you know, being a celebrity psychic, you know, and helping people – have breakthroughs and bring things to their awareness that were hidden that will change their lives forever. And I felt so connected with the music and the conscious kind of creation of this beautiful ceremony called the 1212 Return to Innocence Ceremony slash Fundraiser. I felt like I was living in a future world with my future life, just like this is the new magical world that awaits of us being this beautiful our higher selves, you know, sharing our gifts freely in a beautiful artistic way. And um, everyone was dancing. It was like a dance party afterward. And it was just so filled with high love, light frequency and vibrations. It was like, this is the life I want to live every day. It was so, so lovely. And I have a little tickle in my throat. I don't know. I had a Christmas party last night with 40 people in my house. It was packed. And, um, there were a couple people with colds, but I don't think you can get a cold in one day. Anyways, I'm sorry. Don't mind my little throat tickle. I'm just <clears throat> might have to take a sip of water. So hold on one second. <clears throat> okay. So um, my annual Christmas party is always fun. I'm, you know, basically supposed to invite. I, I live in a tiny two-bedroom cottage in Hollywood, Hollywood Hills. And I can't invite everyone that I know and clients and all the people I love. I, I can only invite a certain amount of people because the place is small. And those people all brought people. <laughs> so it was pretty packed. But it was so fun. We played that game, you know, the Naughty Santa gift exchange where you can steal. And um, it was really fun. And we did singing. And one of my friends did a little dance singing routine and it's just I love the Christmas season because the decorations and the energy is so filled with love and 
It's such that true Christmas spirit is alive, which is the spirit of generosity, the spirit of upliftment, the spirit of community and family and the feeling of home, and just sharing, sharing and celebrating life. That's It's so fun. And I get to go to Chicago where my family lives in the Chicago area. My parents live in Woodstock. My sister lives in Chicago. Um, I was born in Evanston. And I'm going home for um, the 22nd to the 2nd, so we're not going to have next week or the following week Monday show because I'll be in the, you know, very involved in family activities. Cause, and also December 24th, that's Christmas Eve, obviously. We're all going to be busy then. And the 30th is the day before New Year's, and my family is so all-consuming. You know, I have a lot of things that I'm always doing. So I don't um, have time to do the show next week. But I'm happy to be here tonight to share some inspiring inquiries as a way to really start 2020 off on the right foot in the most empowering way possible. So the truth is we're all divine. Sometimes we forget that. And um, when we remember we're divine, um, amazing things happen. When we don't, um, just... I'm so sorry. I'm I'm trying to open the document that has the empowering questions, and it seems to have some technical difficulties. So one second. I need to find that. My level empowering questions. Thank you for bearing with me. That just took a moment. All right. So I've written out 11 power empowering questions to ask yourself so that you can have the highest version of your life in 2020. So, um, you know, my, my question to everyone listening is, have you thought about, you know, what this year can bring you and, or who you can become? <clears throat> when we ask ourselves the right questions, we discover new worlds within ourselves. And when you ask yourself a question, your mind can't help but seek an answer. One thing I do with my clients that I learned from my friend and um, who's also a coach, Sarah Larson, is uh, to tell your clients to write down 100 questions that you have. So like asking anything from why is my brother mean to me to why did I choose this family to be born into to why am I not bad at why am I bad at math or why is the sky blue? I mean, it could be any question that you have. And when you make yourself write down a hundred questions, it's amazing how just asking the questions of the universe, you start to get answers. And when your mind is clear of those questions that and you have answers, then you can ask new questions and that's how you have expansion. So uh, often the responses come from our subconscious mind But then when we ask our our mind-empowered questions, we often receive empowered responses. So let's, uh, if you guys want to grab a pen and paper or write it in your phone on memo section, just to get complete with the wonderful year of 2019. Some people would argue that because I have talked to a lot of people who had extreme challenges in 2019. However, when you look back on this year, you'll probably remember that these things did um, bring you to a new place in life. They, they, in, in the long run, they were empowering and helped you, even though it seemed like a terrible challenge when it was happening. So you'll see the the silver lining in the experience. So, um, so we're going to have you write down and approach each question just honestly and openly, being curious. 
and then we'll discover what unveils itself. The first question is, what am I grateful for right now? So this will help to like warm up your mind. And when you focus on what, what you appreciate, the mind becomes more open and flexible to new possibilities. So the more you, it's sort of like before you work out, you warm up your muscles. You know, before you manifest, you, you warm up manifestation by focusing on the good and what is, what is already there that you're grateful for, whether it's something big or small. Just connect to things that you're truly grateful for right now and write a few of them down. You won't have time to write every single thing down now, but just writing the questions down to be answered later so we can take some calls for free readings after that is a great idea. So the second question is, what am I excited for this year? When you're excited, that is what uh, it's your higher self telling you that that's in alignment. So, you know, and when you focus on what excites you and start planning for it, that um, magnetizes those realities quicker. So by shifting your mind to something that excites you, your mind will discover a wealth of energizing thoughts and feelings. And if it helps, an alternative question to ask would be, what could I be excited about this year? So even if you're not sure if you're excited about anything yet, if you, if you can uh, to get your mind to overcome that kind of objection, I'm not excited about anything. You say, well, what could you, if you could be excited, what would you be excited about? And then it will kind of open that door. The third question is, what would the highest version of myself be doing this year? If you were truly straight up, like, ultimate highest version of you, what would you be doing? And you want to tap into that part of yourself that you know exists within you and step into that person's shoes for you for a few minutes. What is that like for you? And at that 12-12 event that I went to, the um, at 11-12, we did kind of after a healing and an activation, um, Dream, the leader of the ceremony, said, for the next hour, we are going to be all our higher selves acting as though you are your higher self. And the truth is what had really happened with Gerard Butler is I was in the middle of a reading earlier with someone when he came in. And um, the w- girl who brought him in was a friend of mine, and she had t- talked me up to him. Oh, she's one of the best psychics. you got to come see her. So he came in, and I was in the middle of another reading, so then he left, and then it was the ceremony, so I didn't have a chance to do his reading. So during that moment when she said, you are your higher self for this hour, what would your higher self do? So I thought, oh, I don't want to bother him. You know, he's in a different zone now. But my higher self knew I had, I had confidence in the service that I was supposed to give him. So I just went right up to him and I said, and a lot of people were trying to talk to him, of course, and I just said, hi, I'm Angel Shishi. Um, you wanted to get a reading earlier, but I'm so sorry I was in the middle of it. Would you still like one? He said, yes, I would. So he followed me into the, the looking glass and we did the reading. But I, I could have not had that experience had I been my insecure self. It was like, oh, I don't know if I should approach him. I don't want to be like bothersome or, or, or any of those insecure things. But instead I was like, what would my higher self be doing? I'm 100% confident. It's not ego. I know that I'm here and I have a gift to be of service. I don't have to be starstruck just because I am secretly in love with them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't tell my boyfriend. No, but I <laughs> I just overcame that fear and went for it and just spoke my truth. And, yeah, it was beautiful. It was actually so meant to be, and he was really amazed and told everyone how much it touched him, and it really made me feel amazing. So, 
and then dancing and celebrating after that. And so for that hour I was, and then right when we completed our reading was 12, 12. And I felt this buzz go through me and he's like, Oh my God, I can't believe it's 12, 12. And he taped the reading and everything. So we saw it said 12, 12, right when we completed, it just felt like a great way to kick off my new life, doing more celebrity, higher end coaching, celebrity readings and having more income to come in and support me and do what I'm here to do. Uh, it was beautiful. He took my business card and he said he's going to call me. We'll see if he calls me for reading. He doesn't live that far away. So um, what is the highest version? How? What does that highest version of yourself look like? Um, imagine what does the you, that you're, um, the highest version of you look like? It could be exactly the same or it could be a little bit different. And, you know, what are you wearing? What are you doing? See, see what you're doing and pay attention to the visions that come to you. How does the highest version of yourself feel? For example, do you feel empowered, excited, alive, motivated? And what would it feel like to be living out your best self life this year? Can you imagine what that would feel like in your body? So you want to imagine it and feel it. What advice does that version of myself have for me? If you asked your future self, who is that highest version, how did you get there, what would they say? Listen, um, so you want to have a dialogue with your future self. So listen first to what your future self is telling you and then listen and, and write down those ideas that come to you. How much would my life change if I became increasingly more open to discovering and stepping into the highest version of myself? That's a great question. It will uh, inspire a powerful answer, too. So how would my life change if I became increasingly more open to discovering and stepping into the highest version of myself? So that's all part of question number three. So what would the highest version of myself be doing this year? What does the highest version of self myself look like? How does that higher, highest version of myself feel? What advice does that version of myself have for me? And how much would my life change if I increasingly became more open to discovering and stepping into the highest version of myself? That's all question number three. Number four, what do my biggest visions look like? So what is the highest ver vision in conversations with God, the answer from God when uh, Neil Donald Walsh says, well, what is the purpose of my life? What am I here for? What do you want me to do? You know, basically yelling at God, like, why am I here? What do you, what do you want me to do? And God's answer is all I want because you, I'm expressing through you, you're an aspect of me, is for you to be the highest version of the highest, greatest, best vision of yourself that you can imagine and become that. And it's really up to each of us individually to take the time to go within and get catch a vision greater than our ego self, our little self that is inspiring us and to actually do that. And that's what I love with my life coaching, helping people do. To, if they don't know their life purpose, to help them get clear on what it is and to create a clear vision and action steps to actualize that version of themselves. Number five. What if a miracle happened? <laughs> so what if a miracle happened? What does a miracle look like you, for you? What if something happened that totally shifted your situation? I was fantasizing about Gerard Butler inviting me to one of his personal parties to do readings for all his guests. And I'm, my life could totally change 100% if I did that. And 
start working only with the, you know, top celebrities and people with money. Because right now I do a lot of freebies. As you see, I do free readings on the show. I also help people in need. And, um, you know, I have paid readings as well. But it would be quite different to have a waiting list and just have, you know, be able to take clients when I want them or not. And that would be a major miracle. And then to have my songs on a film soundtrack or a TV show, to have them licensed and have my music out in the world. So those are some of the things I would. So what if a miracle happened? What would I do this year, number six, if anything were possible? So number six, what would I do this year if anything were possible? So all limitations aside, where would you go if there were no rules? What would 2020 look like for you? Open your mind to all the possibilities you can think of. So this is when you're actively creating it with the universe. You're co-creating your experience by imagining it first. Imagination. And how can I take steps? This is still part of number six. What would I do this year if anything were possible? And how can I take steps toward these possibilities? So it's not just pie in the sky, oh, if anything were possible. But it's actually um, you can take a tiny step in that direction. And, and what would that be? And you discover whatever it is that you could act upon that helps those possibilities come closer to you. Number seven, what three areas of my life are am I ready to transform this year? So let's get specific. If you had to choose just three areas, what would they be? This will help you get way more specific as to what direction you should be taking this year. I know I'm taking on health, finances, and relationship uh, for myself, but there are also things, and career, yeah, that's what I mean. So there's uh, career and finances are kind of together, um, but definitely health is my number one, I'm wanting to work out and, and take care of my body better, and I'm eating better on the ketogenic diet, and it's helping me, you know, get stronger and lose weight and let go of the sugar inflammation and all that stuff. So um, those are my three. So what specifically would I like to change in these areas? That's the next question you want to ask. The more specific, the better. And what, you know, what you specifically would like to change in each area. Like if you're making 5000 a month, you know, how much do you want to be making? Each month I have $10,000 coming in from passive income and 10,000 coming in from new clients. That would be a nice visualization. And, you know, I've lost, this year I've lost 100 pounds and keep it off. And relationship-wise, um, either I'm going to be engaged or I'm going to switch currents with my current boyfriend. <laughs> or I'm going to ask that the angels take him away, away and replace him with someone better. <laughs> we have these differences. We've been together for a year and a half and you know, the Christmas party with people throwing things on, the, you know, it was a total disaster. So by the time everyone left, it was messy. Of course, I had to get a maid because it was too much work. But he gets really activated, my boyfriend, by messes. Um, my level of being used to certain messes growing up with seven kids in the family is much um, high. My tolerance for disaster is very high, and his is very low. And so we had a talk today about, like, how it would be hard to live together because of the way we're used to, you know, he's really anal retentive about everything being perfect. And I, my value system 
you know, is more working with people that I would rather help a person than to, you know, do the dishes right at this exact second. I do it in priority of people are more important. So we're we're trying to find some common ground, ground here, but there are certain parts of our relationship, even though there are wonderful parts of our relationship that are, if they're not deal breakers, they're close. That's been challenges. That's why we've broken up a few times. But we're we're hanging in there. But I would like to transform the relationship to get on the same page to see if we are going to build a future together or we're not. And it's great. It's great just being together, even if I'm not building a future. But I do want to be married to someone who's compatible, who likes to travel. He doesn't like to travel. Who likes to have adventures. Who's spontaneous. All those things. He's not. So... <laughs> But he's beautiful in many, many ways. I am grateful for him, but I do, I, I want to get clarity on things in my relationship. So number eight, what would my current situation slash obstacle slash issue look like if it were easy? And that can be uh, plural as well, situations, obstacles, issues. What would my current situations, obstacles, or issues look like if they were easy? So you want to imagine whatever your things are that are challenges being easy. That would be me imagining my boyfriend, Edo, going, it's okay, honey, just you do the dishes tomorrow, it's no worries, instead of, no, this can't, you can't leave it like that. <laughs> um, to be a little more flexible, him to be a little more flexible and me to be a little more fastidious, that would be good. What fears do I need to, need to confront this year? Number nine. So fears are a major source of our limitations, so let's nip them in the bud. What are you afraid of? Often it's that boogeyman that's not real, and as soon as you speak it out, it stops running you from behind. A lot of people are like, I'm scared I'll be homeless, or I'm scared of this. All right, imagine if you're homeless right now and you're living in a cardboard box. Would you be supported every day? Yes, you would. Do you think you could rise up from that um, very uh, challenging situation? Yes. Do you... Do you trust the universe is going to take care of you? Yes. But when you see those fears, um, it is an illusion. Fear is false evidence appearing real or forgetting everything's all right. And there are answers to um, on the other side of fear. So the next question is, how can I take steps at overcoming these fears, actual action steps, where you're going to seek a practical solution? So... It doesn't take that much to break down a fear. Sometimes one tiny step in the direction can result in the direction of what you're fearing can change everything. So what steps could you start to take now and through 2020? Number 10, how can I make my life more fun? So the essence of life is fun. And when we're having fun, it becomes more difficult. When we're, I mean, when we're not having fun, it's, life is not fun, right? It doesn't, it's not as enjoyable. So how could you find more fun in your work, your art, your home, your chores, etc.? So often when people are having sticky areas, whether it's with a boss or a um, relationship, husband, wife, you can add play or playfulness or humor, and it makes that sticky problem go away. I mean, humor and playfulness and fun is just like the healing balm that changes everything. It, it uplifts so much. And then the last question, what do I need now, right now to become more productive and proactive this year? So let's get right down to it. What's keeping you from doing what you want to do? So do you need something? What is it? How can you get that so you can start doing what you want to do? 
often it's just a resource, you know, a resource. And we, we have so many more resources than we're aware of through our communities. You know, if you just tell your immediate community, do you or do you know someone who, do you know or do you, do you know of someone who might be able to help me get into film? Or do you know someone who's looking for household help or admin? Like, you know, if, if you ask specifically for what you want, there are resources available, available to you. So it's no more excuses. And how can you start now is the question. So you want to start now and go forward in an empowering way with your life. So those are the 11 uh, empowering questions. And you guys can check those out. Wow. I'm sorry. I have just upgraded my office, which has all my Word files on it. And now the uh, just things are very different now with how I open documents. They're not working the same exact way. So uh, thank you for your patience. I'm having trouble opening my normal documents um, that I have. So now we're going to take some callers shortly. But before that, I want to list uh, read some of the announcements, but when I switched documents, that other one went off. <laughs> Sorry. One second. It's going to open in a minute. Definitely going to have to figure this out before next uh, time. Okay. So um, we're now at the midway point of our show. We're going to be taking calls or for questions or for free live mini readings for those of you with specific questions. So give us a ring at 516-453-9162. Listen to International Angels Network six days a week where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. You can connect with me at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash she hyphen she. For info on my readings, events, or coaching packages, please visit my website, Divine Guidance Readings with an S.com. Or you can follow or friend me on social media. I'm Shishi O'Donnell. It's capital S-H-E hyphen S-H-E O'Donnell or Angel Shishi on Instagram. Uh, Facebook is Shishi O'Donnell or Divine Guidance Readings with Angel Shishi. So give us a call at 516-453-9162. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to get a mini reading. Oh, my gosh, now the page just opened, finally, after all that time. Okay, we have Lisa from New York City. Are you there, Lisa? Yes, ma'am. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How can I help you? Okay, quick question. So I'm moving to California, I would say within two years, okay? Okay. Yeah, okay. So I would love to go back into acting. I do see myself landing something possibly permanently. Not to brag anything, I have a lot of practicing to do. <laughs> a lot of practicing to do. So do you see me landing? I mean, the auditions may be held in New York City, but do you see, for example, the main point of the uh, show or whatever I get will be either in New Jersey or California? Okay, so 
that's so you're moving to California within a couple of years. You mm-hmm. want to know if the audition is going to be in New Jersey or California that no, you're going to get the, a break? The audition is, yeah, the audition I know definitely is in New York City. I know that for a fact. But I'm okay. just saying, for example, the program, will it be here in New York or New Jersey or in California? Hmm. I'm feeling the East Coast, so I'm going to say um, where you are now. Um, yeah. yeah, I got yeah, I got three cards for you. One is um, community. Uh, are you out and about now, or are you very focused on your goals and not really socializing right now? Well, I'm focusing on my goals. I won't be able to get back into acting school until probably mid summer of 2020. Okay. But do you are you going places right now, or are you kind of staying in? Yeah, well, because I'm, I'm feeling work. Mm-hmm. I'm just feeling you're kind of you're a little disconnected from your community, whether it's friends, family, or just. Um, and the angels are recommending you spend more time with them. Is that something really? you're doing? Okay, yeah. I've kind of disconnected a little bit from family, a little bit. I mean. Everyone's running around. The only people that I really have a relationship with is my niece and my nephew. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if, it, if, you're, if you're not wanting to connect with your family, then it can be other people. It says um, it's often the case that as you shift your energy into higher vibration, you may find that you no longer resonate with the old. So, you know, if that's the case, move on to more resonance associations and network in ways that reflect your higher in- intentions. Meditation groups, classes, book clubs, all those places are places that you can meet uh, new acquaintances that are in closer harmony to you. You don't have to isolate, make some conscious effort to reconnect, network, and gain a sense of support that would be helpful. And I also got oh, rest, and reju- rest and rejuvenation that you're working too hard. You could use a little rest and rejuvenation. Okay. I, I understand wholeheartedly now. Okay. I see. Got it. But congratulations it. On, on having such a good visioning and knowing you're moving to California, in, you know, in two years and seeing yourself be successful and get this and, and that the show is going to go great. I wish you all the best of luck. I will be calling you back. Thank you. Okay. Good luck, Lisa. Bye-bye. No fun. Okay, I'll call back. So, Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. So um, it's interesting because, you know, the vibratory fields of the earth are accelerating. We are needing to accelerate to match up with that. But it, accelerating is a little tricky because it almost seems like that means that we should be doing more and running around more and accelerating, like going faster. But ironically, the higher the frequency, the more the dialing back of the kind of running around activities is required and the more that we're needing to go within and to clear and all that stuff. So even though it says acceleration, your vibration is accelerating, what that means is it requires deep breathing and go, slowing down your central nervous system and connecting more to your higher self, your angels, and your soul, and being 
clear on what you're supposed to do. So you're not a hamster on a wheel anymore the old way, the rat race. You are in a gentle, divinely guided frequency of just hearing inspiration and then taking action steps and finding that your angels and your higher self are delighting you with the experiences that you're being guided to. Like when I did, when I expected, uh, when I said yes to just working for free, I was just basically working for free because it was a homeless charity event to help the homeless. Um, I didn't expect to get a, you know, be able to do a reading for Gerard Butler, but that just happened. And that was a huge like gift to me to have something so delightful, someone who I always admired as an actor and wanted to interact with more. And then the other guy who I told you about, Elijah Ray also got a reading from, from me and I've seen him in shows for 10, 15 years. And we've always said hi after the show and I bought a CDs and stuff, but I never got to know him. So we had a nice, you know, spiritual connection of doing a reading so that's when synchronicities happen, when miracles happen. But it's slowing down and saying yes and, and taking divinely guided action. You never know where you're going to be guided. So I'd love to guide all of us in a nice chakra clearing meditation to clear out the old and get complete with all the energy of 2019 so that we can draw in the highest version of each of our lives in 2020. So all the things that you feel you shouldn't have done or shouldn't have happened, you know, we often blame things on the universe or other people, but the truth is it's one unified field. We're all connected to the all that is, that is us, and we're all infinite, uh, you know, individualized expressions of this oneness. And so when we blame things on others, we're forgetting that that other is a part of us and, and it's all a part of the grand theater and play called Life on Earth. So, um, yeah, we can have a nice, a little bit of nice music as we get into our bodies and we'll start by grounding, putting our feet to the earth. We're picturing roots coming out of the bottom of our feet going into the core of our earth and anything that's been stuck in your consciousness or keeping you from happiness, any negative thoughts or negative beliefs or fears or worries about things not turning out, we're just imagining them going out of the bottom of our feet into the earth to be transmuted. And we feel Mother Earth's love and how supported we are by her and we send her love right back. And the first chakra is the root chakra, which is feeling safe in our bodies, feeling safe on earth. So we're going to breathe in white light and to those stuck areas. You know, I had some money stress last week and my lower back went out. And um, that's funny that, you know, if you look in Louise Hay book, that means not feeling supported <laughs> when your lower back goes out. That is not feeling safe and supported. The truth is money comes to me from a lot of different sources and some earth angels help me when I'm struggling and uh, I'm always taken care of. I'm very, very grateful for them. So we're breathing into this root chakra um, to allay all fears with the white light of our creator, which is made of unconditional love. And just repeat after me. I allow the light to dissolve away all fears, worries, and concerns related to money, 
security and safety. Now we're going to move up to our sacral chakra, which is the seed of sexuality and creativity. A couple inches above that, it's orange. We're going to breathe in white light and repeat after me. You know, when we're attached to things being a certain way or we're um, basically blocked with creating things, whether it's writer's block or, you know, creativity block or we're not feeling sexual or sensual, this is where we want to, you know, there's nothing more creative than the original impulse of our creator where humans replicate, which is the sexual energy. It is the ultimate creative energy. And uh, when that's blocked, we're our, you know, our creative side, which is we're made in the image and likeness of God, which is a creator, is blocked. So we want to breathe in white light to this area and repeat after me. I'm willing to release all my needs, wants, and desires and allow them to become one with the perfect will of my higher self and God. Some breathing. Okay, now we're moving up to our solar plexus, which you can imagine a beautiful yellow sun, which is connected to the sun in our solar system. And that's directly connected to the sun, the grand central sun, in the center of the multiverses. And that's connected to our creator, of course. And when we remember that our life is the life of God and that God is living through us as us and shining its light, Father, Mother, God's light, through us, and we remember we're divine, it's impossible to not it's impossible to feel insecure to feel unworthy to feel jealous to feel blamey you know you're in the pure power position of all that is and and you're just here to shine so let's breathe in white light to this power chakra area as you repeat after me i allow the light i'm sorry not that one i I am a powerful being of the light i'm a powerful being of the light It is safe for me to be powerful. It is safe for me to shine. I am divine. I'm a shiny, sparkly human being. That's my add-on. I'm a shiny, sparkly human being. (laughs) How do you think people get to be stars? They remember they're divine and they shine. And those negative thoughts of self-doubt and not good enough, they, the clouds that can block their sun disappeared long enough for someone to see that they're shining as a star. So let's go to our heart chakra now. And just going to put your hands over your heart and just picture a puppy or a kitten or a baby. We're going to breathe in love to this beautiful heart chakra. And repeat after me. I'm willing to release any fear that I might have related to giving and receiving love. I love. I am loved. I am love. And so picture a puppy or a kitten or a baby and just, isn't that the cutest thing you've ever seen, those little freaking puppies videos? 
I love puppies. My friend has a chihuahua, and the theme of my Christmas party last night was heaven on earth. Actually, sorry, it was called a heavenly Christmas. So in there I wrote, dress <laughs> dress in a way that is heaven to you, that represents heaven to you. So needless to say, my friends all express that in different ways. One girl actually wore pajamas, which was so cute. Um, I dressed in the angel costume with wings. Some people really dressed up with beautiful, elegant um evening dresses uh one of my friends dressed in a sari with like this gorgeous um headdress and so everyone was expressing um heaven differently um but the my friend who she has pink hair and she had a pink track suit on and she was just you know for her you know heaven is being casual and then her little dog had a pink jacket on with pink wings it was so cute Anyways, um, so picturing a little puppy, your heart just opens immediately. Does the puppy have any need to do anything to get your love or to justify its worth? No. You just automatically love that little puppy the way I did. And that is a great tool to use if you're in a state of feeling disconnected from your heart. You just breathe into your heart and um, that really opens it immediately and then when your heart is open with the love for the puppy you trick yourself really quick and you put that and then you turn that love in on your own inner child because it's so crazy that all of us humans one of the hardest things we can we uh one hardest lessons we have and the hardest things to do is to love ourselves it seems like it should be a given but so many people even the most beautiful people who are drop dead gorgeous i talk to they're really insecure and hate themselves <clears throat> even famous people you know, so that's just pure silliness. Um, but it's a great way to start your day is to do at least, if you can't do a full chakra clearing, you know, to get really clear and in, in uh, harmony with the universe and to be able to hear guidance from your angels. The great thing to do is just the solar plexus one where you picture the sun and say that you're divine and then the heart one where you picture a puppy or a kitten and turn it in on your own inner child. So your child, your inner child feels loved, and then your cup of love, self-love, is very full. And then when you go out into the world, you feel connected to everything and everyone. Everyone becomes a new best friend or a new love or beloved or family, brother, sister, father, mother. You recognize that unity that we're all one, and your whole life changes when you're in that zone versus the other way, which is just going through the motions like automatic pilot, like a zombie. Many of us live our life like that. You know, when you get disconnected from your purpose, that's why it's so important to have your purpose first and foremost in your mind, that you know who you are and why you're here to guide you forward. So now we're going to move to the throat chakra. Many people have trouble speaking their truth, you know, and they, even this can be for things that you really want, like dreams that you really want to happen. People often wish other people were psychics so they could help them, but they don't want to ask them for help. But often people like to be asked for help, you know. If it's a mentor or even a supposed VIP that you think is way over you, if you approach them and, and <coughs> don't go a roundabout circle, but literally ask for what you want, you see miraculous things happen. Then you actually get what you want. So let's breathe in white light to this throat chakra and repeat after me. It is safe for me to speak my truth. I speak my truth with love now. It is safe for me to sing. 
to do a little toning if you can. My throat is acting a little weird, so I'm not going to do too much toning today. Now we're going to move to the third eye chakra. There's one mind of God, and we can all tap into it. That's how we can do intuitive readings. We're connecting to other people's higher self and their divine self, which all resides in the one mind of God. And you, you can get visions and images and colors if you start meditating and focusing on that third eye opening, the pineal gland is a little tiny size of a tiny grain of rice in between the two hemispheres of the brain. And this has a cornea and a retina, and that's why they call it the third eye. <coughs> and it's our sixth sense, the one we can't see uh, with our, our physical eye. It's beyond the physical eye. That's what they call it, the sixth sense. So let's breathe into this little indigo chakra, not little, but the chakra over your third eye, which, by the way, chakra is Sanskrit for wheel or disc, and it's an energy center that's spinning in front of and behind your body, kind of like a cone coming out in the front and the back or like a butterfly, and it's spinning also like a ceiling fan at the exact right speed open to the exact right amount. So when you're visualizing this, visualize that and visualize the brightest white light of God coming in and clearing any stuck energy from this third eye. And we're, it is our collective intention to have our intuition opened even greater than before. So repeat after me. I, um, it is safe for me to see the future. It is safe for me to see the truth. I am profoundly clairvoyant. And now we're going to the crown chakra, which is a violet color. It's the hottest pinky purple, one of the most bright, <coughs> the brightest colors on the on the visible spectrum. And this is also in the invisible spectrum. It's the highest frequency, fastest moving color of violet. So um, you can picture a ceiling fan a couple inches above the top of your head and a thousand petaled lotus. And this is the ability to hear. So we're going to repeat after me. I easily hear and understand the voice of spirit. I listen. I trust. I take guided action. I trust. So just take a deep breath. Breathing in. All is well. And now you're all lit up like a Christmas tree and everything is clear and now you're able to move forward in an empowered way. And we're going to do one more thing, which is just a energy clearing vacuuming of the physical body. So Archangel Michael is here with his vacuum, which is um, like one of those old-fashioned tube vacuums that he's putting in the top of your crown chakra. And on medium-high speed, we're just sucking out all the stuck energy in the physical body. So we're going to breathe in right now, starting with the behind the, uh, in the head, behind the eyes, your brain. So vacuuming out anything that is not of the highest vibration of unconditional love or anything that's not in alignment with pure harmony in 2020 vibration acceleration. And now down your throat and the top of your right shoulder. 
your right arm, your right elbow, your right forearm, your right hand, your right fingertips. Now coming to your left shoulder, your left arm, your left elbow back in front, your left forearm, your left hand, your left fingers, and now coming around the front to your heart. We often have a lot of grief stored in our heart from broken-hearted experiences. In that event, um, Dream, the one who's talking about the 1212 meditation and talking about returning to innocence, said she was wondering why all the people she loved so much in her life, she used to wonder why all those people she loved so deeply hurt her so much and betrayed her. And then she realized that was the wrong question, that the answer was, the the actual question was to ask, um, how could I love myself more? So, you know, or why did I put loving these other people above loving myself? That's another question. So sometimes we were taught that, you know, it's not good to um, be, it's, it's selfish to love yourself and not, you know, to love others. So the truth is we have to fill up our own bucket with love, with self-love before we can help others. So vacuum the heart, stomach, liver, kidney, spleen, pancreas, small intestines, the top of the right leg, bottom of the right leg, right knee, back and front, right calf, right shin, right foot, right toes, the left leg, top and bottom, knee, left shin, left calf, left toes, left foot, and your back, your gluteus maximus, back, up and down the back of your skull. And all vacuumed out and pouring in white light, reinstalling your original divine blueprint template of perfection. And so it is. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I wish you a blessed holiday season. Big hugs from Shishi. And we'll be back January 3rd. Have a great one.